Greetings, Steve Scaisbrook on the ATCPD website. And in this edition, we're going to have a look at what's coming up in the um, December webinar scene. And also we'll have a quick look at December into January, um, which is quite interesting. But first, it's the December the 1st today. And um, there are um, a couple of um, very interesting CPD um, webinars that's coming on. Now, for those of you who are looking at the site through the YouTube channel, then you'll be seeing the website on the screen. Um, but for those listening on the um, um, on your particular uh, podcast player, then I'll describe it for you. And the first one coming up is a building webinar on the 1st of December, which is today. And this is going on, well, it started about 11 o'clock this morning and goes on till 12 o'clock. And this is about the interpretability for BIM. Now, interesting subject and a um, lot of development work going on in the BIM side. So worth going and watching. And if you can't, then I think there is a replay service where you can go and watch older videos. Tomorrow on the 2nd of December, um, we've got Wessex Region of CIAT doing um, very interesting um, uh, CPD on COVID-19 and its effect on business. Um, worthwhile going to have a listen to that one. Um, go and have a look on the site, um, uh, at-cpd.co.uk, and, um, and register for the, uh, for the seminar. Um, very good. Interesting. Now, the next one I'm looking at is on to the 7th of December, and this is for Navisworks. Now, we teach Navisworks at the university, and it's well worth um, getting involved in this with clash detection and everything else that can be looked at on this. Very powerful, and a lot of things going on on this on the BIM 360 site. So I would strongly suggest that the 7th of December uh, 12 o'clock start, Central European, so sorry, CSTS, that's uh, Central Eastern Standard Time. So it's a US one, so it could be later on in the afternoon for the UK. So go and have a look at that one and register for it. And again, I think there is a facility where you can go and look at it afterwards. Then we've got something a little different, and this is, goes on from December the 14th through to January the 8th. Now, this one is um, an interesting division for those who are teaching, um, CIAT guys and technologists who are teaching in university. And you'll probably be aware of the way that we communicate with students via, in my particular case, Moodle. Well, it's not the only system out there. Google has their own system, and it is Google Education. Now, ditch that textbook, Digital Summit is a way of looking at what they're doing. Now, I use Google an awful lot to do my presentations, my writing, my research. I use Google Chrome. Um, although I use a Mac for a lot of the power stuff that I have to do, if I'm doing simple writing, then often as not, I've got a Chromebook, and it works just fine. So I'm interested in this, and I listen to um, uh, their webinars and everything else that comes across onto the Google education scene. And you pick up an awful lot of interesting things that can be done within the Google sphere without going onto their educational webinar sites. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to this. There's a load of different presentations for an awful lot of different people. So have a look at it and register for it. I have 
So if you go online, you'll see me there. Now, Wessex Region, again, who are being very, very proactive in the CPD side, um, that's CIAT's Wessex Region. Um, they've got a seminar on the 16th of December, um, which is a discussion with Paul Smith, CEO of Elm Housing. Now, he's former housing minister for British Bristol City Council, and he's looking at the future of housing in Bristol. I think this is well worth going to look at. So if you get the chance, go and have a look at it. Now, what I'm doing is that I'm generally trying to migrate a lot of the um, webinars that I've been promoting and putting them onto an archive site within the same AT-CPD site. So you can go and look at older ones and see if there's anything interesting. And often as not, you'll find that there is a way of going onto that site and looking at past webinar recordings. Some of them do it, and it's well worth trying it out. Um, that can be achieved by looking, and if you're on the YouTube channel, then I'm going to go onto the site now, and you can have a look at it. Um, but if you're on the uh, podcast, then just go over the top of the site and look for archive of past webinars, and you'll see a lot there. Um, this. Um, podcast site that I'm going on to now, which is the AT-CPD podcast um, webpage, you'll see there's a whole load of stuff there. And as I scroll down, you've got the Stitcher automatic link going up there. And although it's not up there at the moment, it will be in about an hour's time. So by about 12.30, this should be available. Uh, this podcast will be available both on YouTube and also on the um, CPD um, podcast site. Um, what I wanted to do also on this um, webinar is to look at a further introduction to, to the weather. Now, I'm, I'm doing a big paper on the weather at the moment, and I'm looking at spatial um, presentation systems like Google Earth and the NASA site, where we're looking at how the global weather can be um, put on. And I showed you a copy of this in, in, a, in a recent presentation. But the more you read into it, you realize the, the scope of the digital presence in weather and looking at it and seeing how it affects the globe, particularly in the climate change. But one area that I've been very keen to promote, and that is to go back to basics. And I was looking at the seasons and how the wind operates. And what I'm going to do today is to try and get you to look at rain now there is a classic um uh weather forecasters um joke about the um the reporter who, um, who was listening to a conversation with a weather forecaster and he was going on about the different um uh, types of rain and the reporter said there are different types of rain it's just rain and of course he was shot down immensely and quite rightly, because rain comes in so many different formats. Um, we get rain, anything from small little blobs up to huge, great blobs. We get drizzle. We get ice pellets, hail. And these are rain. It's just frozen rain. And we get small hail. And, and this is really snow coming down quite hard. And then, of course, we've got snow and you know, the Icelandic people have got so many different words for snow. 
to describe the different types of snow that comes down, wet, dry, clingy, wind-driven, all sorts. And it is something that we need to understand when we're looking at rain and in our detailing. Um, on the website that I'm showing at the moment, so on YouTube, you should be seeing um, the different types of rain that I'm going to talk about quickly. And that is the direction of the rain. Because so often we just detail for vertical rain, but rain does not come vertically all the time. It can be wind-driven in all sorts of directions, horizontal, vertical, up, down. The volume can be different because of wind action on the rain. The temperature, freezing rain, is deadly in, in certain areas. And also the duration. You know, we, we don't look at these sort of things when we're detailing, and we should. So when you're doing your research and looking at the different types of rain that you have to detail for, just think about the direction, the volume, the temperature, the duration, and the type of rain. I teach a lot of this when I do first and second year detailing. And we talk about the rain bounce, and everybody laughs. Rain doesn't bounce, and I'm afraid it does. The harder the surface, the higher the bounce, up to about 150 millimetres, which is why you'll find that a DPC on a house or any building should be two brick courses or 150 millimetres above the external surface area. And you can, you can play with this because sometimes it doesn't always work like that. So if you put an area around the outside of a building, which is gravel, it dissipates the rain and stops it from bouncing. So if you've got a situation where you may not be able to get the hundred and fit, sorry, the hundred and fifty millimeters, then just think about putting some gravel down. It, it it may not solve the problem, but it'll at least help. The other area of sealing, um, it's not just gunking holes up or areas up with silicon seal. It has to be more sophisticated than that. So when you're putting a sill in, don't forget, if rain is going to bounce or be driven up vertically by the wind, then the sill is a weak point. And if you don't seal or detail correctly, then it will enter the building under the side of the of the sill area. So good flashing is 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 well worth looking at. Um, rainwater guttering. I it, it's it's not a an area that you should ignore. Big, massive roofs have huge runoffs. So you need the right area of gutter and the right number of downpipes to take that water away. The complications of the design in EN, BSEN 12056-3-2000 um, is not complicated. You just have to sit down and work through it. Or you can phone at one of the gutter manufacturers. My preference has always been Marley. Uh, they do a very good service. Send the plans and they do them on the bonus that you'll get from a specification, or I always have. Great way of doing it. And also the way that you detail your gutters, both for pitched and for flat roofing, um, it, is, it is a failure point if you don't get it right then it will fail and that will come into the building and start to cause damage to the plasterwork and to the inside of the roof structure timbers for a pitched roof.
So do the research. Look at the way that your pitched or flat roof is going to have a gutter area to it and do it accordingly. I do a very nice detail and I'll put it up onto the onto the um onto the presentation when I've finished. So if you go onto YouTube and have a look there and also onto the AT dash CPD site and also scase.co.uk you'll find that there is um, a detail for an existing or heritage site where we've put um, a flat steel bar into the mortar joint with a threaded vertical bar. This allows you to re-level and to re-drainage, sorry, re-gutter um, heritage sites quite easily. And of course, you can do alternatives on this. You can do very nice curly-whirly ones where they screwed into the brickwork rather than to be bedded into the mortar joint, whatever takes your fancy. But there are ways to overcome and to detail accordingly. So really, um, take a look. If you go onto my Pinterest site, you'll see I do a lot of collection of pictures and details for guttering and you'll see there the internal gutter systems now if you're onto a site where you're looking to be right on the border of somebody else's property you cannot put a gutter over the boundary simple as that so how do you do it well europeans particularly the french have always had internal gutters and i do a very nice collection of these onto the pinterest site i'll put a link up for that in the show notes as it comes out so there we go. Um, lots of information on out there on the use of detailing and the types of rain out there. Go and have a look at it. It's incredibly interesting and it is well worth understanding rain before you start detailing. And if you go onto my SCAE site, you'll see this presentation, Rain and all the information that I'm going to put up there. And there's a load of other stuff there about rainwater detailing, water tables, groundwater and water tables. I mean, it's, it's all there. And, of course, the Met Office and all the stuff that I've done and wind and also the sun as far as weather is concerned. So that's it. Um, hope this webinar is just you know a sort of um, nudge in the right direction. Don't take it for granted. Look at the way that rain forms part of your detailing. Look at the materials. Look at the way that you select materials and specify accordingly, making sure that the calculations are done. So that's it. Have a great day. Um, I hope this is um, uh, good for you as it is for me at the moment. It's very bright outside, very blue sky, but it's awfully cold. Right, I'm going to um, say goodbye and hope that your blue sky is as good as mine. Cheers.